That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Zach Amico's Midnight Spook Show. Well, howdy, Spook Show fans. It's your old pal, Cousin Zach. Welcome you to another edition of Zach Amico's Midnight Spook Show here on the Gas Digital Network. If you love the show, and we know you do, go to gasdigital.com. Use that promo code ZAC and get yourself a seven-day free trial to not just this program, but all the great shows available on the network. It's February. You know what that means. Black History Month. We're having a blast. Uh, two wonderful guests who've been here a lot before, and I love them very, very dearly. To my left, Dave Temple. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, man? I'm good. Enjoying Black History Month. Enjoying all of the bookings on all the podcasts <laughs> <laughs> where people need to talk to black people. <laughs> Thank you all for following. Uh, you know, if you're da- still Dave in Temple, it. change changing the look on black men getting booked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nate, how you doing? Nate Marshall is here as well. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Happy to be here. Happy. I think this will be my last time here for a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm very upset, but we're we're losing you to to, to Austin, but. I wish you all the luck, man. I'm thank, very happy for you, you guys. Thank you, Appreciate it. Go make that money. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the goal. Right? Oh, man, dude. I heard what... Ooh. Yeah. I, I heard what those spots pay. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. That hurt my soul. <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's like I'm going out there hoping. Yeah. If I don't, everything failed. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a wonderful show today. Let's get plugs out of the way. Nate? Uh, just PITM Podcast on uh, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast, and my Instagram and Twitter is at Nate Marshall. Instagram is at Nate M on Twitter. Fantastic, Dave. Uh, no Need for Apologies is my podcast here on the network. If you enjoy what we do here on this thing, then enjoy my total ripoff of the Spook Show with NNFA at the movies. <laughs> and uh, come on over and watch uh, some Tubi movies with me and Derek. Uh, we are on tour at the moment, so please check out our link tree for all of our tour dates as we had a bunch of cities here in the United States and Europe. So, uh, yeah, we're out there. Come check us out. No Need for Apologies. Oh, I have one day. I yeah, forgot. Uh, March 19th. Uh, me, Lamar, and Andy are at Cap City. Uh, we're doing a panty raid. All of us will be there. Come through to that, please. Panty raid. Yes. Fantastic. Guys, if you're listening live tomorrow night, I am in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Uh, and uh, the following evening, Super Bowl Sunday, I'm at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, Illinois. Why? Because I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. If you like the show. Leave a positive comment, a review, anything to get the algorithm going. I appreciate everybody that tunes in. Before we go any further, how about a word from our sponsor? Hey, fans of the show, over the age of 21, living in states where Delta 8 is legal, you guys like to get high, and so do I. That's why today we need to stock up on YoDelta.com. So if you're over the age of 21 and you do live in one of these states, go to YoDelta.com and stock up. What's Delta 8? Something found in hemp that can be legally shipped to various states, and it gets you high. YoDelta.com is a great mix of gummies and vapes for all your getting stone needs. Let me tell you from personal experience, 
The Stealth 8 stuff works, and these products need to be taken responsibly. So once more, that's YoDelta.com, the official Delta 8 sponsor of the Gas Digital Network. If you use the promo code GAS, you're going to get 25% off your order. One more time, guys, that's promo code GAS for 25% off at YoDelta, home of the Delta 8 that gets you super high. Hey, guys, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at YoKratom.com, home of the $60 Kilo. Stop going to smoke shops, gas stations, or bodegas and getting a little bit of Kratom at a time when our friends at YoKratom.com deliver a full kilo to your door for just $60. Guys, YoKratom.com has the best strains, the best customer service, and they're the marquee sponsor of everything we do here at the Gas Digital Network. Check them out one more time, guys. That's YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Mm-mm, good in the neighborhood. Welcome back, guys. Today's movie... Hell up in Harlem. This is a sequel to the movie Black Caesar, but I decided, hey, let's watch this one first. Why? Because Black Caesar was still in theaters by the time this came out. That's how fast <laughs> they did it. <laughs> Ten month turnaround. Turned around like a Black Caesar second album. Was still playing in some theaters <laughs> when this one came out. So uh, I don't think it really fucking matters. Yeah. Starring Fred yeah. Williamson, who we know the best from a little movie. Called Boss, word I can't say. Boss nigga. Come on, you can say it. You can say it. It's Black History Month, though. Zach's going to say it. We're going to get Zach to say it. We do that too many times. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the only way I'm going to say it is if I stub my toe on the way out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I got to call my boss nigga. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know him from uh, Boss N Word, Mash, Starsky and Hutch, from Dust Till Dawn, Soul of N Word, Charlie. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, Vigilante, and The Big Score. And uh, this is a fun one. This is directed and written by Larry Cohen, uh, one of my absolute favorites. You guys know him from this show. Uh, we did God Told Me To, Cue the Winged Serpent, The Stuff, It's Alive. He also did uh, Black Caesar, Original Gangsters, Phone Booth, Maniac Cop, Uncle Sam, and uh, a bunch of great movies. That you, And uh, just a fucking prolific director. Uh, this was shot, but you know what? To the surprise of no one, Dave, where did we find this movie? Tubi. Tubi, the black Netflix. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's going to win. I've been yapping about this, yeah. and I'm going to say it here. Tubi will win the streaming wars. Uh, I think WWE going to Netflix is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, a... but I'm tell- it's just like the way YouTube won over Vimeo yeah. and all of those different platforms when it came out because it was just an open source that allowed anything. That's the big thing, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I get you got the big deals over here, but like a new anything? version of the podcast, like you can just put any yeah, fucking thing you want to put up on yeah. Tubi. I didn't think about it in that context. Well, holy moly, is there a black voices section on Tubi? And have I been having fun? <laughs> oh yeah, going through some movies that I mean, there were some were so bad I thought I was going to be in them. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, so yeah, uh, we do show the movie. Uh, Friday nights at midnight with a pre-stream starting at 11.30. Goes up on YouTube and Stitcher and all that fun stuff a couple days later. Uh, and yeah, hey, if you want to watch it along with us, GasDigital.com, promo code ZAC for your free trial. Without any further ado, Frank, roll that beautiful bean footage. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one. Do you think the WWE being on Netflix, they're going to bring back the Brian Panties match? I don't know. I hope. I think they're going to have to be pretty careful. Oh, because of the Vince stuff. For the next few years. 
Did Once, you see uh, any of that? The Vince McMahon text? I've heard, and my take on it is, now you have to say that kind of stuff happened for anyone to even listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be extreme. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can't just do the, oh, he touched me, or he put his hand on my leg, yeah. or he grabbed my butt. Like, nope, you yeah. got to go extreme. I mean, his texts were funny. They were extreme, but they weren't extreme like rapey. They were extreme like freak bull. Yeah, so here's the thing. What, did you think he was fucking Linda? Yeah, right. For Like, with all that money he has? No, yeah, yeah. no way. It's more that he shit on a lady's head. That's, that's, that's the greatest thing I've oh, ever yeah, heard I, forget, in my life. I keep forgetting about here's that one. Thing. I don't think he did it. I'm just saying, it's like, you prove that you didn't do it. That's yeah, the hard part. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm a part of it. I can't. So, uh, fun facts about the movie. Uh, Black Caesar comes out, is a hit. They tell Larry Cohen, you got to make a second one. Some fucking hard nipples. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want more bras back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I like this. Is, this is definitely old school New York. She still got her chain chucked in. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, obviously supposed to be in New York City. Fred Williamson was so busy that he's not in most of the movie. It's a stand-in. Okay. And only the close-ups are actually Fred Williamson. Huh. They shot his scenes in Los Angeles Yeah. to match New York City. So the movie's all in New York. But then they went to L.A. and got his close-ups. Man, that's the dream. Just So that's why he doesn't talk a lot. Is he still top paid on the, on the oh, bill? Yeah. He's a star oh, of yeah. movies. Fred Williamson was so big back yeah, then. Okay. Like, yeah, you're going to work with him. Damn. Oh, it's going to be start. a lot of hitting of black women. Oh, or hitting no. women in general, too. Yep. Uh, so this was actually shot on weekends, including while Larry Cohen was filming It's Alive, the crew would go get shots for this. Yeah. So this uh, is actually being made in congruity with uh, one of the uh, notorious uh, late-night horror movies. That, oh, yep, that is an go. incredible angle to pull off backslaps also. Yeah. <laughs> like effective backslaps right there? Just like a, like that It Man punch, that 10-inch yeah. punch. <laughs> also, very, very funny. When we were doing the Mount Rushmore oh, movies yeah, yeah, on Real Ass Podcast, and he brings up It Man, and Lewis loses his Lewis fucking mind. so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is very so funny. That's, that's Fred Williamson. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm uh-huh. not good actors. Okay. It's very funny to me. Oh, man. You never, you never got up on Fred Williamson? Nah. Black exploitation legend. Yeah, he's, okay. he's Boss Edward. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the soundtrack to this, James Brown did the soundtrack for Black Caesar. Uh-huh. They asked him to do the soundtrack for this one. This ain't The him. studio did not like it. He kept it, released it as a solo album called The Payback. Uh-huh. Because uh, the movie was supposed to be called Black Caesar's Revenge. Uh, his number one selling album just bodied them, and so they could have had a fire soundtrack. They had too. what was going to be a huge, the blackest name I've ever seen, Durville. Do you, Durville? <laughs> do you think that? Uh, do you think that? Uh, like it did numbers like that because of the backstory to it. Uh, no, people didn't know that that's what it was. Yeah, uh, that's just, like remember just, when Jay Z put that movie out for yeah. that album out for American Gangster. Yeah, yeah. yeah like like one that. of but that album was good though. Yeah, yeah. that one was real good. Yeah, that's the good. Because there was an inspiration there. Yeah. 
See, this is why cabbies don't pick us up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they showed him this movie We're at training. All shot. <laughs> I love that he handed him a hundred to drive on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? Just risking a murder charge. This is also extremely big budget action. So you think they pulled this off? Oh, I think. <laughs> you think they just drove down the street and filmed it? So this is not as big, but I mean, this is still a fucking uh, Larry Cohen movie. So it's not a, a it's not a huge budget, yeah. especially because they're shooting on weekends, making three movies at the same time. <laughs> you know, there's no way this taxi cab driver wouldn't have just stopped driving. Like, get out, yeah. <laughs> get out, get out and die. Oh, this is back when cabbies were white. Oh. <laughs> That don't even seem like a reality in my mind. I know, right? <laughs> like I've, never I've had a couple throughout my tenure in New York City, and I gotta tell you, it's nice. Like an old Italian guy. I'm gonna yeah. say it has to be an old Italian a guy. A guy that's like been like a pancake hat, knows a lot about the neighborhood. Yeah. Wants to talk, I'm guessing. Yeah, really wants to talk. Oh, okay. I see where the budget went off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Fred Williamson lived in L.A. They went and shot his scenes. Oh, yeah, that is downtown L.A. Like, yeah, those are so There, It's just very funny to me that we switched between New York and L.A. And I don't think yeah. most people would care. But it's so obvious if what's you, New York and what's L.A. to be. It's the same with uh, Doll Man, which is a movie we watched here, where it's supposed to be New York, or excuse me, L.A., yeah. and very obviously New York. Or the other way around, excuse me. This dude was tanking that gut shot, just chasing people down. Mm-hmm. In the in Reservoir Dogs, they say that's one of the most painful places to get yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. That and the kneecap. I, the, the kneecap seems crazy, but the gut just feels like you'd feel it in your he whole body. He got shot every in movie. the gut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello? I can only do one voice from Reservoir Dogs. I'm hurt. I can do one line, but I can do it. What is it? Stop pointing that gun at my dad! <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. Holds up. Like, since I was in, like, high school, I think. And I used to, I used to, I don't know. That used to be my shit. I can't even remember it. I think I've killed my brain cells with weed. Yeah, I've been on an edible kick lately, and I've been really... You feeling it? <sighs> feeling yeah. dumb? Yeah, I've been feeling dumb. Yeah, I've been taking those hundreds of... Uh, with Lewis sometimes Yeah yeah Holy shit I don't know how he does Oh yeah the last the time bagel. We were here doing real ass We took some of them And I drove <laughs> I drove out of the city <laughs> Okay Lewis Fun house. fact about that also Yeah yeah I took half of it And put the other half In my cargo pants pocket Yeah And we were here Talking one night And I had those same pants yep. on I'm like yeah. Oh shit I got the other half <laughs> uh, We were at Lewis's house A few weeks ago Me, him, and Scott Chaplin Working on something Wait mm-hmm. this is the guy From the Green Mile no, I don't think so. Okay, I'm racist. <laughs> now, he would be way too young. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's old here. Yeah. You know how some black dudes, there's some black Age actors that are just like never, they were just never young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Samuel Jackson in Goodfellas yeah, yeah. looks older than he does now. <laughs> Even in um, uh, Coming to America, he's yeah. young, but he's like old, yeah. you know what I mean? He's weathered. Well, he was a truckie, right? Huh? He was definitely like poor. He was trying to rob the place. But I don't remember if he was like, cause he had that one scene. He wasn't no, I think like, in real life, wasn't he an ex addict? Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know he got started late because of some weird setbacks. 
No, those, those guys you find out have been old the whole time, like Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah, Danny Trejo's never not looked like a hundred. But he's been old, old since the ninth. Like he's like seven in his seventies. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. We talked about that this morning too. Some people you don't question their age, like Danny DeVito or CeeLo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have no idea how old they are. Yeah, Danny DeVito's got to be eighty now, though, right? I don't know. I'm guessing that's a, probably a bad guess, but I feel like he's old as shit. And even when you see him young on Taxi, it's yeah. like he looks like a little old, old man. He just yeah. that all that early balding. The other guy too, the guy that played Kramer. Yeah, like when you see him in like Problem Child, again, he's still old. Is that? Before? Oh no, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the other guy, uh, the one who played George. George looked old. He was another one who always, always looked Dude, old. Yeah. He's 29. <laughs> in that, wait, in, in the Seinfeld? first season of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. That's so sad. It, it is <laughs> until I started like meeting a lot of Jewish comics here, yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. go like. 28 Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why are you so stressed? Like, right. And it's and, and, and uh, like, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying it, but that's like what a New York Jew looks like. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like. Yeah. They all look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you see how every shot of his face <laughs> is pointed at the sky? Yeah. Uh, that's why. Uh, so I have a theory about that. Would you be like a young old man? Mm. I think they're old cum. A lot of the Just time. like an old guy's come? Yeah, they're old. They usually have old parents. Because I had a roommate who was like in his early 20s. He was a film reviewer. Really nice guy, but he's always like, yeah, nobody would give me a seat on the subway today and my back hurts. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're 23. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old come, baby. Yeah? My dad is 75. I'm yeah. 34. Well, some old... people you Wait, were just you his tell. first or? I was left? his second, but he didn't know. He got a white lady pregnant in like the 70s or something like that, 60s. I don't know. She's 50 something now. But she never oh, told him that she had a baby. So, like, she found us when she was already 30 and I was like five. So, wait, what? Like, I have a sister that I met, uh, be, like, when she was uh, 30 because she, like, her mom put her up for adoption as soon as she was born. And that's the white lady. And that's the white lady who okay. got pregnant. Okay. And uh, so, like, I, like, so I'm not his first, but I'm his first in his, like, at the time. Oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was already born by the time he realized he had got that you, kid. Got you. And she was a grown woman. How did your mom handle that? Uh,. She was cool about it yeah, actually. You can't be mad at that. Yeah, yeah. She the only part she was only happy because like my sister called asking for my dad. So he's just like a woman calling, like, is Nathan there? So my mom's like, Who the fuck is this calling the house asking for him? And then it's like his daughter, and she's like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know. I'm his uh wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what my mom uh, was worried about, like that shit. Just being a lady calling and after that she was cool. That is funny that they had to put signs everywhere to say Harlem Hospital. Yep. Because they're still in L.A. Mm -hmm. I love that they match the mural. Yeah. <laughs> this is... this. I bet you Always Sunny stole this platform. <laughs> like, like, oh, we can do it. No yeah. problem. Just get a couple of wide sh uh, city shots. Start the show with it. That's a fun, that's a fun way to get him out of the shot is have it all be POV. That's a really smart way to keep him out and not have to fly everybody there. He's still charming. He's been nursing a gunshot for hours now. Yeah, for the people that did watch our Boss N-Word episode, uh, Irville Martin was his uh, uh, the deputy for uh, Sheriff N-Word. 
Hold on, I'm trying to see if there's any good graffiti. I think his name was Amos in that. Lefty 139. Bathroom writing is always interesting. The first time I'm in a new bathroom, I'm not in it fucked up. I do look around for like a minute. Yeah. Take it in. What kind of place is this? You can kind of learn the vibe of a whole establishment. In the bathroom. You right don't here. see racist graffiti like you used to. There used to be anymore, a lot of race yeah. racist graffiti in New York. I, mean, I remember. Everywhere. Everywhere. It was like there was like no one knew what to write without with a sharpie other than the n word. <laughs> <laughs> well, they looked at the sharpie <laughs> and were inspired. Yeah, like you know what this looks like. <laughs> no cat. No cat. <laughs> That's the other thing that was wild about the 70s. Offices just smelled horrible. Yeah. Wall-to-wall carpet, no thick fucking curtains, and just cigarette smoke. Wait yeah. outside. Oh, I want it. I want it so bad. I, I love... I don't smoke. I love when people smoke inside. Yeah. Do you get any... Do you... Uh, like, I take smoking rooms now. <laughs> oh, I, I ask for smoking them. rooms on yeah, the road yeah, yeah. If, if they have them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't smoke, but I just like them. Oh, that's gross, but I it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, smoke, I, I smoke weed in there. Okay, yeah, I do that. Yeah, and I oh, know smoking hotel room. I thought you meant like a gig where you could smoke inside. No, okay, no, okay, if they okay. have smoking room, I'm taking it. Yeah. Especially in the winter. I'd rather just smoke in the hotel room than uh, go outside. I got you. Yeah, it's a little bit more disgusting, yeah, but whatever. Can you smell it the second you walk in? Uh, yeah, it's a fucking rug. It's just yeah. got cigarette smoke. Every, that's the thing. Everyone was smoking cigarettes, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. it's like, that's the price you pay for when to smoke weed inside. I took poor fucking Alex Tomaselli on the Road and mm-hmm. I got us a motel. Uh, I literally sport, called the motels and was like haggling. I'm such a. I, I go into every situation like it's a Bangladesh market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was calling motels going, Well, I could get a room for this price. Can you beat that? <laughs> And this old man's like, I got chains, you. or they look just like a random ass. No, they'll like, be random ass, yeah, like mom and pop dude, motel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm at the. Uh, a lot of people can you can tell like people live there. Yeah, and uh, I got it a real cheap motel, and I felt bad, but it was fine. You know, we so, get through it, and uh, I really paid the price on it. I didn't fit on the toilet. Oh, <laughs> it was. Uh, wall, yeah. toilet, yeah. wall with a shower in it. <laughs> Dude, I had to back in to the toilet like I was doing a squat. Yeah. And my arm, I couldn't get my arms in. So then I had to go in the shower to wipe. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, because where's the toilet paper dispenser at that point? You got to take that off to sit down too. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I was so humiliated. <laughs> And what Alex doesn't know. Oh, he was there? He was like, y'all were sharing the room? Shared a room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. And what he doesn't know is maybe I missed the spot because you're not used to wiping standing up. Yeah. And I woke up and I left a big shit stain on the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> and I took all the sheets and I balled them up and put them in the corner of the room. That's twice in two years I've had. I did that on the road with Paco in Vegas, in yeah. uh, Colorado, because I had... Uh, uh, what should we call it? Uh, the what is it when you get poisoned from the altitude altitude poisoning? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You didn't. What did he? He didn't ask about it. Like, why are you taking the sheets off? He, he wasn't curious. No, I just had a bed with no sheets on. Yeah, yeah, Roll the yeah. sheets on the floor in the corner. It's a weird thing when you share in a hotel room with another man and he does something weird. You don't ask. Yeah, true. You really don't ask. Oh yeah, if you're with your chick, you have to do a lot of explaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. to me was 
This, by, by the way, the poor, motel owner must have been so mad. You know what? I, that I called, asked for a rate, <laughs> and then shitted on his carpet. And then carpeting. shit on his bed. <laughs> You're like the girls that get BBWs in those airport hotels, <laughs> bleed all over the comforters. You know what I did love about black exploitation films like this, though? They showed like this organization of black people that I personally have never experienced, mm. but I, I do believe it exists from these God movies. God damn, yeah. he was close to him. The yeah. way that car. No stunt doubles either. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. What were you, the organization of. Yeah, you just see how they just had, like, he was able to make two phone calls and boom, he's getting in. Yeah, most black guys only get one phone call. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone, everyone came through. You know what I mean? And not only did it come through, they came through well dressed. Oh, wow. Nice view of the bridge there. Did not expect D'Angelo to be a white guy. <laughs> also, they, they didn't mic him up at all. What the? Oh, no, a bunch of people's mouths don't match their words on this one. Yeah, they went back and did voiceover recordings. Yeah, there's one scene in a car where nobody's mouth matches. Yeah. Okay. This is also at a time, you got all these cars going across the bridge. Mufflers yeah. weren't really that big of a thing back then. It's so. loud-ass. Okay, I didn't think I'm also going to assume it's windy as fuck. It's raining. Or it's about to rain. You, the audio is probably completely unusable. They're on a roof. Yeah. You know how loud the wind is up there? And they're trying to add that boat audio in the background. Oh, no. Yeah, I believe there's a few things they say, like the worst places to get sound. And it's the beach, on a boat, or like by water. Oh, they're about to toss my man. Oh, I already know what this is going. He's going to land right on the car. I'm excited for the seat. Have you ever we seen the photo about this of the world's most beautiful suicide? No. A lady jumped off a building and landed like perfectly on a car. That was driving. Oh, you got it. No, it was a parked car. Okay. But she landed like almost. She looks asleep. Yeah, like she looks like nice. And they yeah they say it's the like most beautiful suicide. They, the photo is referred to as the world's most beautiful suicide or something. Sucks. She doesn't know that. Yeah. Like one of her shoes is like one of her high heels is off and one's on. Like, yeah. It looks staged. Okay. I don't understand like how their feet didn't hurt back in the seventies. No one wore sneakers. They probably did hurt though. It's probably yeah. like. What? How's the other thing? Like no one. Have you ever met a, a dude our age with a bunion? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Or like, I got corns. Oh, no, they had that know. from the footwear. Yeah. Everybody so, now wears sneakers all day. Yeah. It probably just was like, you don't talk about it. Everybody's like, fucking feet bad hurts. Bad feet and polyester clothing. Like, just yeah. no air conditioning and polyester. Boy, you were looking good, though. Yeah, they look good. good. But just pulling out a polyester sweat <laughs> bush yeah, yeah. to get laid with no AC. You had to really want it in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, the it was best still the it's best ever been. Uh, yeah, I was about to say at that time it was still the best that it had ever gotten. Though, yeah. or you mean, are you saying you wanted to go back? No, to that? no, I'm saying that up till that point. Oh yeah, yeah, that was as good as they knew. Because think about how stinky pussy was in the fifties. Go back to the 1800s, 1900s. Fucking farm pussy. Yeah, just you don't shower for weeks yeah. or yeah. more. Yeah. I forgot there was a book I read about uh, Rockefeller, and he had to help. He had he wanted to uplift black people, right? And he knew that black people needed to come up for America to do well. But he knew that Southern whites 
pay off everybody. They needed to come up also. Because he was new, like, the, they were, like, a half a step above the freed Negro back then, right? Okay. And the way he had to get white people to start yeah. to, they had to teach them to wear shoes because they were still struggling with this disease. I forget what it's called, but like where these worms get in your feet from yeah. like you shitting outdoors, yeah. barefoot. Like, 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 oh, that's nuts. Right, I think, I right. think they're called. Shit foot worms? Right, right. Uh, I think it's pinworms. Pinworm or something like that, yeah. yeah. Like, like it was like, hey guys, you can't just keep shitting by riverbanks and like squatting like that. You're getting day. sick, yeah. I love that they had to call it pinworm because shit foot. Because you couldn't, you couldn't do shit foot in a Christian yeah, society well, like that. I mean, and I, I guess that's why they're called the Tar Heels. <laughs> By the way, what a great name for a cryptid shit foot would be. Yeah. Like you're walking through the forest, there's just a giant pile of poop. Oh, no, shit foot was here. <laughs> I'm mad they got a jacket on this lady now. The suspension on cars, too. Crazy. You see these? Boats bouncing all around. Bring them up like they were my own. They just stole her baby. You yeah. Got no love for them. You're just doing this to hurt me. To get even. Is that his ex? Oh, I might have missed him. This black guy smiling in the back does not know what movie he's in. <laughs> he's just happy to be on camera. <laughs> Yay, steal that baby. <laughs> he looks so happy to just be I'm getting telling you, being a henchman is crazy. <laughs> they took, it looks like they took him out in that second shot. Yeah, they get rid of him. He's stop out. fucking smiling. <laughs> he told us we can't stop smiling. All right, he's fucking Charlie Murphy in the scene up. <laughs> How is that not a woman's hat? On I've, the left, I've literally seen Erica Badu wear that same <laughs> hat, like recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's cold. Yep. Stole a baby. No Got license. Right. Yeah, no license. Didn't plate. need to get family court involved in that one. Oh yeah, no license plate, huh? They already got the baby. <laughs> oh wow! Is that that place has been looking sister. like that for that long. Good evening, Mr. D'Angelo. Good to see you again. Oh yeah, dead. Yeah, because he was—he walked off on that roof thinking that they were yeah, going to dump him. And he was just going to go see a play? Oh, you sick fuck. Was that a dream? I don't know, but I know the, the amount of white guy, the, the way they depicted single men wearing PJs back then was hilarious. Yeah, like you just by yourself getting into your jammies. Yeah. Sleeping in my drawers. Fucking Scatman Crothers hanging out in fucking PJs. They all have, they all have short robes. My dad did rock a robe, though. Now that I'm thinking about it, he maybe it You know might, what's funny? Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I might go back to it. I, like, I, I, a robe it, it looked pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Because you don't have to put clothes on, nah. but like you're not naked, just free-balling around the house. And you can still do, like, you go out front, get your Amazon packages in your robe. <laughs> Just taking the day real just quick. Just moving real slow, right? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Like, when I'm home, like, I'm I'm a nude guy in the crib. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just, I don't like sweating out underwear and yeah, stuff make it unnecessarily. Dirty. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we'll put them on when we're going out the house. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'll just throw on a bat, ball shorts and a tee. I do, I do, we'll throw a tee on. 
Yeah. My wife got mad at me for going downstairs to get a package just wearing basketball shorts. No shirt? Yeah, whatever. No, I like. No, she was mad because I had no shoes. Uh, I was barefoot. Okay. So she bought me slides. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you had no slippers, slides, nothing. I had nothing. I moved through the house with. I'll be like in my drawers, but I'll have slides on. So I we became slides people. Yeah. In the last few months, I love it. I love it too. I liked it so much. I got it for every one of my family for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. No one wore house shoes. Especially to, like, realizing, like, oh, there's no need to thump around on the floors anymore because yeah. I got, like, these foamy Nike slides. Yeah, the ones I got are called, um, what were they called? Clouds? Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, no, my family, we never wore house shoes. No. You were, like, putting everyone on to house shoes recently. Like, oh, yeah. You're going, I'm going to learn y'all something. Yeah, yeah, House yeah. shoes. <laughs> That's why I always thought it was funny, the West Coast dudes, like, the West Coast black dudes that would wear the house shoes outside. You know what I mean? But it was like, well, someone put you on the slippers to yeah. begin with. And the fact that you had them and were like, yeah, I'm going to keep up yeah, with yeah. these. I'm, doing, I'm, I'm wearing these for the night. These are my night shoes. Yeah. I'm, I can't wear them out the house for too long. If I'm going to, I'll be worried that something's going to happen that I don't need. I need to not be wearing sandals. Real quick, this was also an interesting cultural appropriation move because black people were obsessed with kung fu yes. in the 70s. Yeah. I'm sure they got a direct order to have a ninja fight. Yeah. <laughs> it was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. Great Zach Amico, ladies and <laughs> You know how those ninjas love to fight each other? Could you imagine fighting a man with sunglasses and a hat on and you don't knock any of that shit it's, off? And it's still, he's still looking good with it, too. It's not, it's not hanging by a little bit. Yeah. And then the other hand, you feel like you dominated a person if you just if you still have all your stuff for yeah, yeah. All you got to do is hit the movie. Like, Wasn't it Patrice that said... Uh, uh, black guys are very stylistic with their violence. Like they like to, they like to get themselves re- like because he was. It was him watching the uh, the bus. The 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 black guy get beat up on the bus. Remember the old man, epic old man, yeah, beard yeah. guy, or call beard amb- guy, ambulance, call yeah, call ambulance. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, watch the guy when he thinks he's about to kick the old man's ass. He puts a cigarette in his mouth. He like adjusts his belt. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, he's he's got to look cool yeah. <laughs> for the fight." And meanwhile, this old man is just in like a fucking veteran shirt, and he stands up with Popeye forearms. Oh, Could be a Chinaman for all I can understand and shine shoes. <laughs> Our, uh, yeah, Black Belt Jones was like noise. that though. Black, oh yeah, nice body. Yeah, Black Belt Jones. I remember he had a scene in Enter the Dragon. Where they thought it was him that was doing the uh, breaking in. It was actually Bruce Lee doing his espionage work at night. And he goes, uh, yeah, I won't mind it because I'll be too busy looking good. Like, even though he was a kung fu guy, he's always making his afro was tight. Slow down, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think when they got pitched that scene, those actors were all like, we got a what? <laughs> we got to do what? Nice. Loud as hell. I always like that concept, too, of, like, I'm a cold-blooded killer, but I can sit down and be a maid for two years if you need me to. (laughs) Just plotting, just plotting a slow revenge. Wow, he just ran right through that man's crossfire. (laughs) That's some... Oh, the blood pellets. I'm about to say, they're awful in this movie. 
Yeah, no, the blood is criticized in this one. I'm mad that my man just wearing the little Jones when they clearly had like long legs. Nah, he wanted to show off his legs, man. Yeah. That was a thing in the seventies, man. Good legs. Yeah, that's why their shorts were so little. They wanted to show that shit off, bro. Yeah, nah. Yo, black. Everybody was in shape back then, man. Like that's the thing. You're not even gonna really see an overweight black guy in these movies. Maybe one. They they said when the second they showed a kind of fat guy, the second you said, yeah, that. They, second you said it, they showed a fat guy coming out of his fucking. Look at that dong. <laughs> I being born in the nineties in my mind, I was like I'm I still took it took time to adjust to like things being small still. I'm from I grew up in the baggiest of eras. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was it was still like years of adjusting. And I think that was Alan Iverson that started the big baggy short thing. Yeah, I think it was Jordan too. played in little shorts. He used to wear tights underneath his yeah. hands to give him a little bit more length, but Yeah. But AI AI started had the whole NBA rocking. Mid calf. Did she just drop kick a motherfucker in a gunfight? Good for her. Hell yeah, dude. Goddamn. Out of sight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you take care of shit. Kicking so, a chick back so is hilarious. None. Most of these people, the reason he's on these, these, oh no, he's with people right here. All right. This poor white guy that throws this party. I told you I didn't like the maids. <laughs> I didn't want to make it weird. <laughs> He's about to die right this second. I'm a wanted man, me and my pa. Like to be fixed up. We got judges, prosecutors on our payroll. No, this audio was terrible. Go bring it in, ladies. Yo, my man got his whole dick out. I know. You know who he reminds, he reminds me of like wrestlers. Remember like Razor Ramon would stand yeah. there with like a leather vest uh -huh. on? But just, oh, just <laughs> his whole meat showing. I'm pretty sure one of these maids is about to offer Billy Madison a snack pack. Right. Now you got black eyed bees, head of breeds, collard greens, pink feet, yep. bread. Buds. And for dessert, watermelon. <laughs> I like the... Now, I understand that this is supposed to be a punishment. I, I like almost everything on that <laughs> Here's the thing. What if the fight gunfight didn't go that way they wanted it to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys nah, cooking? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what were y'all doing in the kitchen? D'Angelo here is going to fix it up for me. Ain't that right, D'Angelo? Anything can be fixed in the good old USA. Yeah, no, as, as far as TikToks lately, I like watching Southern or black people cook. Or I like watching black women watch white people cook. Yeah, and just get be all mad. frustrated. I get frustrated. <laughs> I had to stop watching those videos okay, for a while. I'll share a little secret with you here. I, I cook more like a white person. Because I'm scared to death to season the food to fuck up my health. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll be like, really? Yeah. And they'll they, they be like, put some on there. Okay. All right. Bank presidents, heads of corporations. It looked like a race riot to everybody, but you'll know what it is. <laughs> no one notices that. Say what I'm going to do, D'Angelo. Uh, I, I was just fucking thinking. Let you no, I was trying to. I, oh, my favorite is watching black ladies watch white ladies make mac and cheese. Yeah. 
Yeah, they take it personal. Yeah, they take it very personal. That's why I want to see like other videos to see what else they would flip out. Like, I just want to see like a video of a black woman watching a white woman suck black dick. Oh. <laughs> I, I guarantee that's hair. on Pornhub. I guarantee. Reaction videos. There's reaction videos on Pornhub for sure. <laughs> now you're talking my language. <laughs> there's podcasts on Pornhub. There's, there's so much other I content. Like, I like when there were there was a time where there were full length movies that were yeah. hidden in there. Like, oh, yeah. shit, that's in theaters, but no one's checking here. You're not yeah. looking for it or X videos. Yeah. The technology's gotten too good now. One of my favorite things on Pornhub, I don't know if it's still there because they did like that. They went through that whole thing where they had to get a bunch of shit off. But Lemare used to have a bunch of his sets on Pornhub, (laughs) like labeled as like big black comedian destroys white audience or shit like that. Just stupid as hell. But I think it's gone. Oh, the other thing. I like uh, black women to get mad about black people in general. Great reaction videos. Potato salad. Yeah. They take potato salad seriously. Yeah, man. It's weird. Are, are there videos of white people watching black people season food and going like, you guys are going to get Absolutely. Sick. They are? Yeah, because they yell at us about cooking the steak too much. Uh, they'll they'll watch cooking, black yeah, people yeah, do a medium well right. steak and be like, yeah. you're fucking ruining it. Yeah, like, do you still yeah. do medium well? Or do you switch? I've switched. Yeah, I, I don't eat as much meat, but if I do I go to a steakhouse, I know better than to go past medium. medium. You know what I mean? My go-to is like, medium. I won't go rare, but like, I, the sad part is, I think I still prefer it medium. Well, I go medium just to not hear people's mouth. To not have people be like, I knew you were going to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I grew. I I slowly it went from like well to like medium well, and now I actually just like it better. Yeah, medium. I don't think I'll ever go rare. Like. Like medium rare though I've seen I've I've been around it I've taken bites of it I like I get it it's whatever but nah it yeah. looks too I've been tempted recently to order my steak blue 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 is b- one beyond rare oh man I believe like so it's more it's like cooked even less than rare yeah yeah just a little flame kiss and yeah yeah it looks at the grill is it <laughs> is it just because you want to be like bloody faced while you're actually eating? i love rap it's probably my favorite it's in definitely in my top five but like one of my favorite things in the world is prime rib okay i fu- and i know it's okay, like i'm not it's not like the classiest cut or anything yeah for some reason, it's just my favorite. What? But okay, because I do not understand the concept of prime. It's just a prime cut. Like, what? What is the cut of prime rib? What's? Well, I hear each it. Cut a lot. is a different part of the cow. Uh huh. And prime rib is just, it's like a roast, a roast that they cut each like. Is there bone in prime rib? Sometimes. Okay. I've never ordered. It doesn't sound appealing to me, but like I, I hear. Well, it maybe not. No, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Thinking of ribeye? No, ribeye's the ribeye's the shaving, the one you shave. I think. Yeah. And then the one most you get, it's like a New York strip and something else, and the, that's the either side of the bone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's to me nothing like prime rib and then like garlic mashed potatoes and spinach. Okay. The 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 classic steakhouse meal. Watch it on TV tonight. You must get your kicks out of here and your name mentioned, causing me a lot of problems. You about to kill the past? The crooked past? So apparently this guy was a huge pain in the ass on set. This guy? And would not follow the director, would not listen to the director. 
Uh, and what do I have here? Oh, Dur Dur that's Durville Martin. Uh, Larry Cohen said Durville Martin was difficult to work with during shooting, so Cohen would do fake takes uh, to get to let him do what he thought he wanted, and then he would actually get the take he wanted. Yeah. I experienced that once uh, working on 50 Central. There was a woman who was complicated like that, and uh, yeah, they, they would literally just do fake takes to appease her. It was yeah. the most insane thing I'd ever seen in my life. I've was she I've, famous? My bet. Was she like already famous or Who, just her? the lady? She wasn't even an actress. She was like a stage director or some shit like that. But yeah. shit that she just felt she wanted to see. It was yeah. weird. Uh, Jay Moore tells the story he was in a movie that Clint Eastwood directed. Mm -hmm. And there was a lady who was supposed to hand him a letter. Black and she kept trying to like really make a meal out of it. Mm -hmm. Like she like teased them with the letter, or like would she kept making business? Yeah, yeah. To extend her thing. Head Clint Eastwood goes, "God damn it! If I could have hired just your fucking arm, I would have." Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, and I've heard this story also, and it's the thing like. He's downstairs behind, so like the movie is it's like on a third floor walk up or something, and they're yeah. up in the hallway shooting at the thing. So because she keeps overacting, they go cut, cut, yeah. and old ass Clint Eastwood has to get up out of the director's chair, go up like two or three flights of stairs to go, honey. Yeah, I cannot begin to tell you how much this scene is not about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're if not I could hire just your hand, I would have. He tells her that and then slowly makes his elderly way back down. <laughs> like, yeah. and everyone's just hearing him walking down the steps. Just you know? quiet steps, right. waiting to hear right. action. All right, rolling. <laughs> like, holy shit. I love the idea of her still being like, nah, this is my <laughs> moment. <laughs> Fuck that old man. He doesn't, he doesn't know. <laughs> when we were working on the neutral movie, Shakespeare Shitstorm, there's a lady in it who's uh, supposed to be a crack dealer. Mm hmm. And she's great in it. She's awesome in it. And uh, But the first take we did with her was she was supposed to say, you got any money, asshole? And she said it like she was, you got any money, asshole? Yeah. And the director goes, cut. And then he takes it, Zach, she's got to do it. She's got to do it blacker. You tell her. And I'm like, you want me to tell her that? I'm like, let's just have her do another one. <laughs> and I, just, you know, I, I was like, you can, you know, give me some more attitude on this one. And she goes, you got any money, asshole? I was like, you got to tell her to do it. Yeah. And I take her aside, away from everybody else, because I don't want to, like. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, we're looking for more like a Jackie Brown kind of, like, <laughs> soul. Like, if you could, like, put a lot of, like, stank on it. And she's like, how do you want it to sound? And I went. I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry to do this in your face, but can you be more like, you got any money, asshole? <laughs> and she goes, oh, you want me to be real black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like, well, she goes, oh, just, oh, honey, that's fine. Say what you mean, white got right in the Got right in the character. All right. That short-haired girl, when they show her again, especially in that black turtleneck, she reminds me of Onika McLean. Uh, if I'm not wrong, one of the women in this, Gloria Hendry, uh, was a Bond, was I believe the first or one of the first black Bond girls. Okay. She's also in Pumpkinhead too. Wait, who who was one of the first black Bond girls? Uh, the lady Helen Bradley. I don't know. It's one of the 
They haven't shown her yet. No, she is, I think, one of the ladies we've seen already. Don't have to antagonize me, Mr. Gibbs. I happen to believe that you are a decent man. He's always had a knack for fooling women. Reverend Rufus. Reverend Rufus is like if I had to write a character in a black movie, Reverend I would name them Reverend Rufus. I think we also got those mustaches from the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, from loving Chinese movies. Yeah, that wispy, long, uncomfortable to have mustache. I believe that's called an act of Fu Manchu. You got a program on TV. You gotta give them what they want to hear about. And they started this movie off with great nips, and I was like, "All right, this is going to be a good time." There's been like not a lot of body in it, and it's I'm, no, no. I, I'm always looking for that when I come to these. Yeah, well, there was a lot of there was some good women at the. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah. Shootout. I forgot. But black women weren't curvy like that back in the '70s, bro. I mean, but big titties was in. That's the one thing. Any black exploitation movie I've seen back in the day, like Jackie Brown, it was just a lot of titty in. They, okay, but I felt like those women had to grow into their titties. Like yeah, yeah. everyone was an A cup until yeah. they started popping out kids. Yeah, I, I still see it like on old music videos now. Just like the old, the one that stands out to me the most is. Uh, I get around. Like, I get around. I remember being a kid being like, these bitches are so fucking thick. This is uh -huh. And then, like, you see that video now, and everyone's, like, would be, like, a slim. You yeah. be like, you don't got no ass type yeah. shit now. But born in the perfect time. I think music videos are a big part of why I went through a big black trick phase. Oh, yeah. Were you ever a BET Uncut? No, it was called The Box was the channel I yeah. watched. It was channel 99. Yeah. And you would call... And then enter it at the bottom of the screen. They would have like a five-digit number, mm -hmm. and you could request a video. Yeah. And I, before I had porn, would jerk off to like rap videos mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, because if you saw that number going in, like, oh, they're ordering the one I like. Get the lotion, right? You're like such a time crutch. Yeah, and it was real, like. It was the first time I saw like really dark women, like uh, the big pimpin' videos. Got uh -huh. a girl who's like looks like she hasn't been unlocked yet. Big pimpin's another one where they look old. Man. Yeah, like they're not old like the bodies you were saying. That's another one where the bodies just don't. Like, and uh, the other was uh, mystical. Mystical, shake your, uh, shake your ass yeah. and danger. Those were you too. Those were those are the ones I remember the most. Being like these women are fucking hot. The first forty five seconds of, of Crazy in Love. When I had on demand, when I finally had on demand, Beyonce in the little shorts. Mm -hmm. Even back then, she's not. I seen that video recently. She's not as thick as I, I remember in no, that video. She was very like Barbie like. Back yeah, then. and uh, but that that first forty five seconds used to be like we got. It was like a countdown, which sucks too because I, I know like, Beyonce. She died. It's so hard to get to that. Yeah, and she struggled yeah. with her weight when she was younger. Oh, and, ooh, I've been waiting to see her specifically. Is this? Yeah, I think us. Oh, it's a classic, classic little shadow nip. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is also is, like, I don't know about you guys. I, I've been we would talk about this Monday, like where they were talking about how like they have sex with all the lights out. They never like. Yeah. I've always been a, on top of the comforter, every light on. Yeah. I want to see this girl. I yeah, never really yeah. cared what body I was bringing, but I just wanted to see. Yeah. Frank, am I crazy? Yeah. Or is Fred Williamson has '80s long butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's definitely not butt. him. He has a long butt. <laughs> it's showing his ass more than it. There we go. Oh. I would assume that was a body double. Oh, and he had a kid as a result? Three years later? A kid's seven. Little Michael Jackson there? <laughs> 
Three years later, we had a six-year-old. Right? Like, it's not, they're not accounting for the nine months that it would have taken to have the kid. Is they're playing bear. catch with the kid? Wow. <laughs> that, they're really letting him get up on that grizzly bear cage. <laughs> That's right. Grizzly bears don't eat black kids. <laughs> too, too much hair grease. <laughs> That's an old racist joke. Why don't uh, why, why don't sharks eat black people? <laughs> why? They think they're whale shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was an old, old. That was, I had a book of like... I used to buy like dirty joke books, but they would yeah. just be racist joke books. Yeah. And maybe a little sex thrown in the Yeah, and then a couple like there they'll be like a sex one. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like a chapter of blowjob jokes. Okay, it's as a, a racist as sex a kid, one. Or no, as a teenager because it was the internet. But I did find that a website slipknot.com. Yeah. And I used to go there and just read the white racist jokes. Like it was just they were great jokes, but yeah. they were all awful. Yeah. And it was a site I couldn't share with anybody, so I just sit there yeah. and read these jokes yeah. on my own. I had I found a site like that that I, I it's probably still out there. I don't ever want to say the name to bring tracks into it, but I remember going down that same rabbit hole. Is the second I, word mania? No. No. That's another. No. There used to be an offensive jokes database. Because I used to put, I used to search terms oh, wow. that I was going to use for roast battle that. on it mm-hmm. to make sure it wasn't already like a street joke. Yeah, yeah. But no, I've, I, I, I can think of a few that I've enjoyed over the years quite a bit. Websites or jokes? Jokes. Yeah. I, you know, you grow up around them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I I struggle now uh, to not be able to. I struggle making Asian jokes because it's like you, you're not really supposed to do that anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. My brain was wired to just poke fun. I st- I just I stopped. Poke I fun is that. actually his Asian. Poke fun soup. Huh? <laughs> She's giving me the vibe. She's not going to make it. She that was a big thing in the 70s, too, having women run. Yeah. Just running. Across 105th Street. What a bad place to avoid a murder. This is an interesting movie. Even though we've been yapping through it, it's fascinating to not fully understand why things are happening, but you kind of get what's happening. Yeah, I think you could watch this movie with the sound off and kind of get it. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it's like a simple... Throw it out while the other one's still out. Kind I of love yeah. the concept that she's been running in a fur coat. And yeah, apparently the, the right when the box office started coming in for the first one, they started the second one. See, I, this looks like a dude who they must have some beef with, but like, I don't even know what she was running from. Well, they, they're trying to rub her out, yeah, mm. but I think he's actually going to protect her. He's with uh, Gibbs. He was, I wish Rampage he Jackson did movies like this. Huh? I wish that Rampage Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah, had yeah. Th- this kind of career. Like, I would love to bring black exploitation back. It would be sick to yeah. like. He would be great for it too. Has there been a black exploitation movie that's not a parody? 
Recently? Last, what? Recently? I would say the most recent. Well, I don't know. Jackie Brown, it, it read like a black exploitation, but it was white people in it. I yeah. mean, and I, I don't know whether that classifies or not, but Jackie Brown, and it was also made by Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. but it's like. Black uh, Black Dynamite was kind of, but it was like a like uh, that was yeah, parody. Yeah, parody though. Yeah, such a good movie though. Yeah. So funny. Oh, I thought he wasn't killing. I thought he was going to not also, but I guess that was ordered by Tommy Gibbs. I'm glad they showed her tits. I was ordered by Hello, sir. He then that what that guy and he just double crossed Gibbs then because he I know he's wit yeah not just because he's black I saw him help them during yeah. the gunshot wound and everything it's like a lot of weird double crossing going on here so phone booth Larry Cohen also wrote the uh, movie phone booth that was not too was it the two thousands Brad Pitt was that Brad Pitt no I think it's uh, Colin Farrell. Farrell, yeah. Okay. Where he gets the call and there's yeah, a sniper. And he's just stuck in there or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that, but I remember that looking kind of Wow. Good. Did you see that jump cut? Because this that's definitely L.A. Mm-hmm. And you could tell by the cabs, the shape of the cabs. Because they have like those 57 Chevy, those Bel Air yeah, yeah. cabs as opposed to. The those. ones that look like fucking uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Until one of those cabs killed a kid and now they can't have him at Disney anymore. Really? I don't know yeah, they had the. Um, who Framed Roger Rabbit ride was a, you were in a cab doing like the end of the movie going through Toontown. Yeah. And it had open sides. Like you could just walk into it. And uh, a little a mom was in it with two kids. It was supposed to be a two-seater. And she brought both her kids in it. And one of them got out and uh, got crushed underneath the cab for like. Because it was automated. Yeah, so it's not like anyone's going to break. It just kept going after he got and hit And I by think it. he was stuck under for like seven minutes. Oh, man. And they had to turn the ride off and like bring in ple- like people. Yeah. And I think he was brain dead for a few years and then he died. Oh, he didn't die right away? No. Damn. Because I thought to myself, like, if you're that family. A lot of men up this way. Like, Roger Rabbit's not a character you see every day, but he's somebody you're going to see a couple times a year. Yeah. That must be devastating. <laughs> Just got to remember. Yeah. Especially the mom, who was too dumb. She was an old friend of yours, wasn't she? I knew her. To double load her kids into an amusement park ride. That is a weird feeling. I, I, um, like, I, well, I haven't experienced it to that level, but I recently had, like, an old jump-off die, yeah. which was, like, weird. I hadn't talked to her in a while, but it's just, like, knowing that she's dead. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And I don't know her or her family well enough to be like, yo, what happened? You yeah. know what I mean? Because I only just would be nosy. Yeah, so you want to, like, hit it in, like, the exactly. local paper, see if you can feel was it. around Christmas? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, that's when everybody starts checking out in December. Like just a weird, mysterious death. I'm trying to figure out if we fucked the same girl. <laughs> this is a black chick down in Philly. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wish it was. I wish you said that. And it was and we like, just all right, now I've right? now it is the like, same. Fuck yeah, Eskimo <laughs> brothers, hell yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then you got a mourner after you right. get excited. Right. Oh yeah, but rest in peace. She was nope, a sweet lady. I would go further. You want to be blood brothers <laughs> now? <laughs> Spit brothers. Kind of are. Yeah, no, right before Christmas, a girl I know died, and I didn't get all the details. And I, I talked to a few people, and I was just like, so sorry. Like, you know, let me know if there's certain like details and shit. 
And all I wanted to be like, somebody tell me how this girl died. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. I just want to know. There is a weird thing when somebody you know kills himself. This wasn't like she killed herself, but don't you almost every time want to go like, yeah, but how? Uh, Absolutely. Feel, yeah. I feel like everybody I've known who's killed themselves, I didn't know how. Except unless I knew them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I've never had that mystery. You got a couple bodies on you, dude? How many uh, girls that... uh? You slept with that oh, are no, no longer no. on this. Oh no no never. I just meant like people. In oh, general. I got yeah. I got two or three. I got that was the first one for me. I mean, unless there's other that I don't know about, but yeah, that was the first one. Like I just scrolling through Facebook and saw the uh, the rest in peace, and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. right. And it was like that was the weird thing is like I hadn't talked to her or thought about her, but there was a part of me that was like, <gasps> oh shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that one fucked me up. I was bummed about that one. Yeah, I remember being weirded out about that when my dad died, and uh, I told my mom, and they 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 were never together. You know what I mean? And I was like I was like 28 when my dad died, so it was like one of those things of like, you guys haven't been together since I was eight months old. Yeah, my mom broke, like hung up the phone crying. You know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Did she ever? Do you ever like tell you why she felt that way, or she didn't even know why she felt that? (laughs) Excuse me. I think I don't think my mom ever really had a reason to stop loving my dad, other than the fact that it was just more like a, what do you call it, like ego or pride, mm-hmm. like just knowing that oh yeah, I kind of fucked that thing up, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and then it was like my dad, my dad ended up marrying my mom's best friend. Okay. And like they had a happy marriage. Try not to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but as the other, it's like you could see, yeah. oh my dad was clearly a good guy yeah. and a woman of your caliber married him yeah. and stayed with him in a marriage for 10 years. Yeah. So he's not a bad guy. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a rough one to explain to everybody. I know your dad was in a tough spot. Like, look, I'm sorry. Here's the sad part. Yeah. No, No one blamed him. Like, like it was just like my mom. She's a bit rambunctious. My mm-hmm. mom is a fighter. She yeah. is like she. She's what part of Philly are you from? Southwest, so okay, Cobb's okay. Creek area. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. My mom is all of that. Mm-hmm. And like, as a matter of fact, one of the stories that I heard where my dad kind of really was done with my mom when they were like actively trying to work it out and date. They were like in the park just for like a, a little makeshift picnic, mm-hmm. and somehow like someone sat down too close to them or whatever, and my mom turned it into like a big conflict where like the guy pulled a knife and you know wanted to fight my dad, and my dad was like, "I'm not doing this," and my mom was like, "You fucking pussy," you know what I mean? So it's like. That kind of shit, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Where it's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, everyone knew how my mom was. Yeah, so sounds yeah. like, like a real couple of picnickers. <laughs> <laughs> Some real picnicker shit. <laughs> That's a great movie, right? Picnickers. <laughs> We're picnickers first. <laughs> fucking picnickers with their baskets, right? <laughs> picnickers sounds like a way to introduce to them, like you, Barney. Picnickers, Barney. Picnickers are people yeah. who ruin your picnic. That's, that's, that's my uh, picnic. That's my advice when people are putting together a basketball team. <laughs> picnickers, fucking black history month. Pack the kids. Dude, I saw a video of Dusty Rhodes the other day doing a promo mm-hmm. on TV with an afro pick in his hair. And no afro, not with a perm or anything. Yeah, just straight hair, 
with an Afro pick stuck in it doing the promo. Was it the cla- like the Black Fist one? No, it was just a regular Afro pick. Uh, but it was just so fucking fun. Like it I don't know if you ever heard that. Like because there was like certain promoters that loved having like a black baby face to like be your main good guy mm. in the seventies and eighties. And then Dusty Rose was like, "I'll be your black baby face, baby." <laughs> Hello. I saw I the had greatest. my name on the marquee. You did? I did it a few years ago. Yeah. yeah, that was always cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's dope. I saw the greatest cultural difference in here. I saw the greatest meeting of cultures ever. I saw Weird Al two nights in a row at the Apollo. Okay. And the line of people getting out of Weird Al on 125th Street. Yeah. With all the people from the area being like, what was going on at the Apollo? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just white yeah, just a million nerds in Hawaiian shirts. I feel that way because because of the uh, Troy Ave shooting that happened at Urban Plaza and that introducing me to Urban Plaza, I felt like Urban Plaza was like a black establishment mm. or for black, for black concerts. And then they opened up again after the pandemic and it just be like weird white kids lined up around the corner at the stand yeah. and you're yeah. like who the fuck is that urban plaza no i saw like i saw a mindless self-indulgence there i think i've seen a couple bands there yeah i just i never heard of it until the troy ave shooting yeah i was gonna say if anything urban plaza i always thought it was like a live rock venue yeah Urban pl- oh, you said a corner around the corner from the stand. That place mm-hmm. where it's always like, okay, okay. Yeah, so you see yeah. like yeah. interesting concerts lined up around there. Yeah. That's a great shot. I really Kinda. like that. Uh, the single light like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody but nobody. It looks like the way they the shot the moon landing. No, times. <laughs> I was just saying, it looks like the Exorcist. <laughs> Like I think that's like the fog. Yeah, this movie storyboard had to look nuts. It's just jumping from thing to thing, shootout. Right, that's pretty accurate for a little. There, the script wasn't done when they started shooting this movie. So they're just making it up as they went. Kind they of. were finishing writing it and already shooting. That's a very Harlem thing to do. <laughs> Dame Dash, they said all of those Rockefeller films were like that. Dame would just, yeah. like, go, do it, yeah. go, you know? like uh, All of those were great movies, I think. And maybe it was because I was watching them as a kid, but both State Properties, uh, Painful. Okay, recently watched State Property 1 on Tubi. Yeah. It fully belongs there. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, State Property 2, though, was actually a good movie, if I remember right. I think they figured it out a little bit better, but, like, the inconsistencies in State Property 1 because yeah. people weren't showing back up to set with their cars and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah. it's, like, really funny to watch. Like, they're supposed to be drug dealers, but they're just kind of walking up to each other, having yeah, conversations. Yeah. That, uh, that I had that on DVD in the... the I've never seen anything like this on a DVD. They had the auditions for all of the strippers on the DVD. Just a thing I can't forget. Just yeah. bitches shaking ass. Yeah. It was just a casting couch on the middle of the state property DVD. Yep. <laughs> and they were going to show up because Jay-Z and Dame Dash were hot at that time. That must suck. You didn't get the part, but you still have to be naked in the movie. You're still in the DVD outtakes or the cuts or yeah, here's And now some okay bitches. Yeah. <laughs> 
well. The ones that didn't make it. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I, it's wild. Like, strip club scenes. I've, I've been a part of one over at the uh, Show Palace in Queens. 14-hour shoot. Is that the one across the street from Silver Cup? Yes. Yes. Okay, I was in a I was in a scene in that too. Right. Fourteen hour shoot, places ice cold. Yeah. yeah. And these girls, they're just <laughs> right, and they gotta put it on yeah. every time. And they were like, dude, that is I like I empathize any strip club scene now. Yeah, I was an extra in the last episode of Thirty Rock. Nice, nice. And so I got to watch uh, Liz, uh, Tina Fey, and Tracy Morgan. Shoot a scene in a strip club because that club is great because it's so big. It's huge. The stage and everything, is and then there's like the a second area high. for holding. Right. There's yeah. A ton the of VIP there. thing. Yeah. I did it for uh, Power. A couple scenes for Power were shot in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the bar uh, when Tracy and Liz are fighting, and I Can just you see yourself in it. Like if I went back and watched the last episode, but I know it's me, yeah. and you see me for like a second. Okay, okay. But I'm not like I'm not incredibly visible. That's also this club that. Um, what was that movie where uh, J Lo and them were drugging people and taking all their shit? Oh yeah, that's the scene where Big J was DJ in a strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hustlers club there also. Yeah, hustlers. Yeah. I just remember Tracy Morgan hitting on all the strippers, mm-hmm. but like they were too young to get his references, <laughs> <laughs> so he kept singing uh, Michael Jackson songs, and then he would be like, "Man, without growing up, I was gonna be just like Michael." He was my favorite. I rode the bus. I listened to Michael every day. I had a pet rat. <laughs> Referencing Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Ben. It's a, uh, oh, you don't know the Ben? Sound- I don't know Ben. Oh, you got to go on this weird deep dive. And it, everything you'll learn about Michael Jackson if you go on this deep dive, yeah. you won't be surprised by anything anyone he, ever said about him after he that. He did okay. the theme to the movie Ben, which is about a, a killer, a guy who has a pet rat. Right. Okay. But, but apparently he and went through a phase like that also where he had a rat that he befriended. Yeah. And that Michael uh, Jackson had a rat. He had a... <laughs> and Tracy just kept talking to these fucking, uh, talking to these girls about Michael Jackson. They're just nodding because he's famous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was the first time I ever saw the round black people hairbrush. Black they had it's like a it, with no handle on it. No handle on it. Okay, okay. Oh, I, okay. they were doing Tracy's hair with it. Yeah. I was like, I had no idea what that was. And I just remember he kept fucking up his lines, and people were getting frustrated. And then I realized what he was doing because he invited all the strippers back to his dressing room. So he was just trying to like stall and chill. He was trying to make the day go by slow because he was talking to bitches all day. Yeah. I used to. He used to stand outside of the old stand. And hit on bitches, and you would watch girls get really mad, then realize he was Tracy Morgan, <laughs> and like turn on a dime. Yeah, I remember one time this really hot lady walked by, and he goes, "Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am, you dropped something," and she turns around. And he goes, "Our conversation. Would you like to pick it up?" <laughs> yeah, he ruled, man. Uh, when I used to sell tickets uh, on McDougal. He came up to me one night, and he's like, who's in the cellar? And I went, Mike Birbiglia. And he just, walking down the street, yells out, who the fuck is Mike Birbiglia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a dude I've never seen around my whole time being up here. But, I mean, I got up here right after or right before the accident. So that, yeah. might, be, that might be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do a lot of shows with Harris. 
Yeah, yeah. Who was on that? Yeah. Who was in the accident as well? Yeah, I met him on the road a little bit after. He is a great guy. Yeah, he was. He seemed like a good dude. I really liked Harris. We used to do a lot of when LOL first opened. Harris would be there a lot. Mm -hmm. He he made me laugh one time when I first met him because I came up. I had like just started comedy, but I went to a Patrice Memorial show and he was one of the guys opening for him. And then I was like opening for him at something, and I was like, I saw you. After the show, I was like, I saw you at the tree show. I was trying not to be weird about it. I'm bringing it down. And he just looked down. And he was like, you were at that show? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I was wearing this same shirt. <laughs> I got other shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar and a little Wait, bit was... inside baseball. But, like, I think that that's a, a huge test. I mean, we all knew Patrice was a great comic. And what he became in death was better than yeah. what most comics can strive to. But the fact that his benefit show yeah. has become a rite of passage to even validate yeah. com- yeah, comics. Like you, you got the spot at the right, benefit show. Right, right. Yeah. If you get on the benefit show, you yeah. and, and it's fascinating because a lot of people you see on that benefit show, he probably would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is this horse yeah, shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> This is all ki- over killing this girl. Mm-hmm. That is an ugly suit. Jesus Christ. Which one? The red one? That fuck. <laughs> I got fuck with that red one. <laughs> no, I'm talking about this white plaid checkered board oh, thing. Oh, he's got oh, on. oh, Black guys used to let people fight one on one. When it's black on black, yes. <laughs> okay. This is a long fight scene. And it's not that good. And it's no, well, it These is are not. like older black men, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Really? He's just dying of sickle cell. This isn't related <laughs> to the fight at all. <laughs> That's why it was a heart attack. Yeah. Motherfucker had a heart attack. Another guy smiling in the back. I love the extras who can't not like, <laughs> What is this, the Lion King? That looks so <laughs> weird, right? Long live Mufasa. I don't know if it's because they bur- did they break the 180 degree line there where that just looks really weird. So they just had to do something? Well, No, so like the jacket was going one way and then in the next shot it felt like it was going the opposite way. Oh, yeah. Don't go to New York. They want you to step back in New York so they can blow your head off. Half. Make reservations to New York City. You got no organization back there no more, Tommy. All right. You guys, you guys can tell me. Yes, that's how we what? book plane tickets. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are these guys ordering? If this is real life, what are these guys ordering at this bar? As the drink? Yeah. At this time period? I would say scotch bourbon, you know? Yeah? Yeah. Something brown for sure. Yeah. A little cognac, yeah. Maybe, maybe a little okay. cognac. Yeah, I think Cavassier was still really, really big in the 70s, too, man. I've never been around, until more recently, black guys that, like, drank, drank. Yeah. I could never figure out what their drink's going to be. Um, yeah, I guess it depends on who they're around Heineken, what they're right? to be. For beers? Yeah. For beers for me growing up, I, it wasn't a lot of Heineken for you. That's what all my homies like, But it was like, it was like you just kind of went with it. Because, I feel like yeah, black guys yeah, always yeah. order Heineken. Right, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And then you get in, then you come into your own and realize, yeah. like, oh, I I'll was just up. drinking that because that's what the older dudes yeah. were drinking. And I actually, because I don't like Heineken. I heard Heineken's. Nas talk Heineken's, about it on every right. song. But Heineken's, they're never stored properly. They mm. get skunky fast. And, like, you know what I mean? I like, didn't realize they were like a Pilsner until kind of recently. I yeah. didn't even know they were just not a, a regular, like, light beer. Yeah, it's a Dutch beer. Like, what the fuck that got to do with us, you know? But I, I still, to this day, if I'm just like, 
real quick, I'll just grab that of Corona. If yeah. I'm not trying to look and get something to be a little adventurous. Even Corona's another yeah. beer, bad bottle, and it gets yeah. skunky fast. You know what I mean? So now if I'm going to yeah. do a bottle of beer, it's got to be the dark glass. Yeah. Uh, is that a thing? Dark glass helps with the skunkiness? Yeah, because basically what happens is, like, like you'll see it here in New York all the time. They'll get their shipment, and someone's not there to receive it. And whoever's delivering the beer will just stack that shit up out front and just leave it there. Okay. So if the sun is hitting it with those clear bottles that don't take out any UV rays, yeah. it, it fucks up the beer. I don't think I've ever noticed, like, a fresh new beer that's been skunky and just... Because I, I think at that point I'm drinking and I'm, you know, my alcohol is right. kicking yeah, in. Yeah, 40s go skunky sometimes real bad, too. Yeah, because it's the clear glass. The old English ones in the clear. Mm-hmm. My 40 days were always hurry exactly. so I never had to deal with that. Is that I the same? Hurricane. I drank Bush. For a while, I still drink Bush. And I've been, I've, I mean, I've been drinking Natty Light again. You're back on nice. Natty? Back nice. on the Natty Lights. I mean, yeah. I drink Bud Light yeah, pretty yeah. much exclusively like, if I'm out. Yeah, yeah. 40s was a weird thing that we kind of got shamed out of. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it just I'm, used to make sense. Well, that's funny. I feel like it became a, a, a college kid thing. I think. Too. Right, but that's right. I think economical. I'm back on it a little bit, but not 40s, but just tall boy beers. Like if I'm a oh no, I drink two, tall boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get right. I get tall boys all the time. But that's, that's one less trip to the fridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but and then it's saying two tall boys. Yeah, you might as well just got a 40. Yeah, yeah, right. He's right. Yeah, no, I, for, I've said this before, when we had uh, what was it, Hurricane Sandy, mm-hmm. I went to the bodega. To get hurricanes? And bought a case of Hurricane 40s. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I once again pulled a Zach and argued the pride and talked the guy down to, like, I think 20 bucks. Like, no one's buying this whole I, case. No, I think it was 24. I got 24 bucks for 12 40s. All right, now this movie has officially turned into like a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You know that part of the story where he's. <laughs> and also, so this director, Larry Cohen, made God Told Me To, which has a sniper scene in it. So I'm sure he just went, well, I know how to yeah. shoot that. This past summer, I'm so glad I, I started going down to Coney Island and hanging out. I've been in this city for years, and I never really went to Coney Island. Yeah. Coney Island is not bad. It's. It's the right amount of ghetto energy that I'm looking for. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's just a taste. And on Fridays, there's fireworks every Friday. That's kind of dope. Right. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's not bad. Yeah, I've never. Damn, I've never gone. I'm not going to go now. That's Zach, I was going to say that water tower looked like the same water tower from God Told Me To. Yeah, it might be, I think. Are they back? Are they... Is that a Confederate flag tower? Good for him. I feel like in the 70s, you might have gotten away without it. With it without it. Making people upset right away. Yeah, black people had real problems back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think anybody gave a shit about the Confederate flag until, until like five years ago. Yeah, growing up in like starting comedy in Central PA, I'd go to a lot of places to do yeah. shows, and it'd be like people who they're wearing hoodies that had that shit on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All of those fucking uh, beef and beer. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, fire hall shows. Ooh, that animated yeah. blood. Yeah, bad. As a matter of fact, you know what? My last run, my second to last run of 2023 was the boardwalk. I got up that morning and ran the whole boardwalk um, with the sunrise. Pretty dope. He's going to outrun that car. This guy, keep in mind, he also got shot in the stomach like a month ago. His recovery (laughs) is amazing. (laughs) No, I think that was three years ago. Yeah, this is the kid post the kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But still, he's doing that in spats. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, man, I'm just expecting. 
By the way, Always Sunny has ruined the boardwalk for me so bad because now I expect some homeless people fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. They had one chance to capture that shot. Yeah, so the original uh, title for this, I believe, was The Sweet Revenge of uh, Black Caesar or Black Caesar's Sweet Revenge. Were these guys the villains in the first one? Like all these white dudes that they're showing? No. Okay. All those guys died in the first one? I would assume so. Remember that? You didn't have to have a glove to sell hot dogs back in the day. I was at a, I was at a bar yesterday, and I saw inside the kitchen the dude wasn't cooking with gloves. I don't know why, but just bar food. I just watching the dude grab it with the buttons. You <laughs> know that guy dies yeah. with a hot dog in his mouth? Yeah. Yeah, that character was named Joe Frankfurter. <laughs> That's funny. And they killed him with a hot dog in his mouth? Uh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> and yeah, as far as the James Brown thing. I got a... Oh, my fault. Yeah. I was going to say, I got a friend who's like... Trying to give himself back to God right now, and we got a group chat like where he every morning, yeah, it's like Bible. He has a, clearly a Bible app that's like remind him stuff. Yeah, he's sending the screenshots of it, and he's sending like uh, YouTube videos of different gospel songs. And I, I, I've been texting him like, "Yo, bro, are you like out the group chat? Like, are you cool? Like, yeah, are you, yeah, are you going yeah, because yeah, it's it's a scary. Yeah. People get on their way out, they yeah. get really weird." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris went through a real religious phase uh, right before he checked out. It was, he was texting people and then pretending that he didn't send that. Like, yeah. I, I saw that come from you. Yeah. Like, I screenshotted that. Yeah. Um, I also think it's fascinating watching. There are a lot of hardcore influencers who are starting to go to Christianity. Uh, I know we're going to talk about this today. We found a video of a guy who transitioned to a woman but found God. And now he's going back to being a man. And like, he's like, look, follow me on my journey. And I'm yeah. like, oh, Christianity finally tapped into influencers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because their numbers were down yeah. bad with all of that Catholic church yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. There's also been on TikTok lots of like former OnlyFans girls transitioning to like Catholic stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think they took some of that Vatican money and paid some influence. Paid I some can't money. remember if it's Tubi or Pluto. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's a funny sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have my favorite game show, uh, American Bible Challenge. Really? Hosted by Jeff Foxworthy. Whoa. And it is exactly what you think it is. Yeah, I'm just bet. like guessing the verse. It's a game show of Bible trivia. Uh, and, uh, but it'll uh, be like for charity. Everybody plays for charity, so yeah. it'll be like. The first one, it's all like religious people, but then it gets funny where it'll be like, you know, nuns versus bikers, <laughs> tattoo artists versus, and one is uh, Jews. They have a team of Jews. Oh, that's so funny. And they're so funny. The Jews like, lost. They had to lose. I don't think they no, let them win. They make it to the finals because it was all Old Testament. Uh, it was their stuff. Here's your Bible. Oh, dude, it's fucking hilarious. I do feel bad that my friends like getting in the guy, and I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" I know, right? It's like a weird, different place to be. But I did respond. He sent like some Kurt Franklin song. I sent the video, the uh, the old Pussy Poppin' Ludacris video. Uh -huh. And then afterwards, I felt bad. I was like, "Nah, I'm just playing. Stay blessed." Dude, That's I when I started really thinking about it. 
this probably didn't come across your guys' timelines, I'm going to assume. But my buddy had posted a thing, because Toby Keith died. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he posted a, there's an excerpt from a book, I believe it was Willie Nelson's something, his birthday or something. And he's talking about how, like, every famous music, I mean, he's like, like Mick Jagger, the Beatles, Paul McCartney's there. And uh, Toby Keith shows up, and Chris Christopherson's there. And Toby, they don't name it, but it's very obviously supposed to be Toby Keith in the story because he doesn't want, he was an unnamed country singer, but then he like describes him yeah. as Toby Keith. Said to Chris Christopherson, hey, don't do any of that lefty shit out there tonight. And Chris Christopherson was like in the army. Mm-hmm. And he's like, have you ever killed another man and cast a check from the government? Like screams at him. Yeah. And he turns to Willie Nelson. He's like, you know what Waylon Jennings would have said about this guy, this motherfucker? He was. You are the country music with the inventor with the invention of pantyhose was the finger fucking. <laughs> That's the exact same street they almost hit that guy on. They yep. did all them takes at that same time. Mm-hmm. It's the weekend, baby. <laughs> Good that yeah, once they mostly shot this on weekends while they were making a different movie. Which also means that the director and the crew just didn't sleep. Yeah, because they just weren't, yeah, yeah. If only, well, this is what's this? This isn't old New York. That's old LA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that one, one time. I did pickups on another movie while I was working on a movie. So I was working nights on the oh, regular shit. movie and then doing pickups during the day. What are pickups? Right. Pick shots you missed or shots okay. that well, the editor no requested car. because it doesn't work. I did not know sunroofs were a thing back then. I was, I was pretty nuts prank. at that point. Yeah. Just doing two movies at the same time, I was like had the like hustle, hustle in you. No, yeah. I was like manic. I was, I wasn't sleeping. Okay, mm. man, look at that chill, old TSA chilling through TSA, just a table. Yeah, I remember I had a which. Also, I, I don't understand why the TSA just doesn't move on at this point to like another country where their services are probably more appropriately needed. You know, you don't think we, you don't think we need it here no more. I think, I think the second we stop TSA, they're like. They're dumb. We're going right back through there. Nah. I think so. I think, think of how devastating it would be to just explode yourself on a plane and then just plane fragments fall over New York City or some shit like that. I guess so. I don't know. Traveling overseas, it can, every country was different with TSA stuff. Some you just like kind of breeze through. Um, some were like really like shoes off. I couldn't, I was like surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amsterdam was real bad, but obviously that's because no people fuck around with drugs. Ireland, I think, was, or we're, we're in, I think it was Ireland or Scotland was hilarious. It's, you know, me, Lewis, Dave, and Robbie. And instead of like checking through, uh, customs, just a guy went, you guys got any, uh, drugs on you? Food, vegetables, yeah. uh, firearms? And Lewis goes, no fruits, vegetables, or firearms. And the guy goes, <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, why don't you think that we like don't need TSA anymore? You think it's just like where no one's fucking with us like that? They don't care? At the, well, it's only us. Yeah. It's only, like, that's the thing. It's like. No, it's, there was lines everywhere. Uh, but all I'm the just saying, it's weird, like, at this stage on a domestic flight, uh-huh. who, for what? Who? Why? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, You're not going to be able to pull off. Crashing into anything, and for anymore, what we're for what we're spending to have that at every airport, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the fact that like they have like fleets of vehicles, yeah. 
What the it, fuck is that? It makes me feel good. I'm gonna be honest. I don't hate the TSA. I I I hate the. I get to the airport early. I start drinking right away, and then fall asleep on the flight. And I also don't like the pseudo power that we give these people who are very undeserving. Because the yeah. people that they hire are like, whoa, man, yeah. this is brutal. You get a good one I, sometimes. It depends on the airport. Like at a smaller airport, I've met like nice TSA people that just want to like small yeah, talk and right. shit, but like leaving anywhere around here. Anywhere yeah. huge is always a nightmare. Yeah. Security, when I flew out of Lafayette, Louisiana, security was two people an old man and a lady. Mm-hmm. And it was like a major international airport? No, it was a tiny airport. It okay. had like Did five he just buy gates. Buy a ticket with cash? Yeah. Holy shit. That's nuts. You said it was what? Five gates. It was five five planes. Mm. And Lewis's flight was at 6 a.m. Mine was at noon. And Lewis was still there when I got there. Because his, his flight time. got delayed because the plane had a mechanical problem. And they on the loudspeaker. This is what a little airport it was. So, Hi. Um, oh, we're going to need to delay all of today's flights. We're having mechanical issues on the runway, and our mechanic lives about an hour and a half away, <laughs> and someone has to go wake him up. Yeah. Oh, man. And then you got to fly in that thing. He doesn't have a phone. Oh. Uh, yeah, little planes still freak me out. I'm I'm all right now on big, you know, Airbuses, whatever the fuck they're called, Boeing Jones, but. See what I'm saying? Soon as all that security. Uh, soul look what happened. <laughs> they were called what? Soul, soul planes. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that. And Uh-oh, I we're about it. to see what a straw can actually do. <laughs> These turtles ain't safe. That's a nice private. A little nice cushions. I want to I wanna ride on a private jet so bad. So fucking bad. Imagine this guy fucking opened up a plastic bag and murdered you with it. Pretty sweet, though. He's not even really got him pinned down. He's just... Like, he don't got his arms... Toss him. Are they going to toss him? That's dumb. You can't toss him. <laughs> what a shot. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a plane. Don't forget. <laughs> Why is he on a private jet? I think they killed this guy. I or, think it's just he was, all the way around. It's first class and it's upstairs, it looks like. Uh, yeah, I believe that's. That used to be a thing, right? Do they still make the two-level planes? Yes. Most of them are used for freight and stuff like that now. Like, I used to work at UPS loading up planes. They use a lot of them there to just put the uh, packages in. But none for, uh, like, commercial shit anymore? I mean, yeah. You know what's funny? I'm taking a a pretty big plane to London Uh in March. So, I don't know. Maybe this might be one of those things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know whether we're still into that. We got a, um, like, did y'all see that new cruise ship that just went off from Florida? Yes. Bigger than the Titanic. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? Well, don't advertise it that way. (laughs) That's not how you want to sell this to people. You got to say, like, bigger than the Titanic, but we're being very careful. And, God, we respect (laughs) you. But that's the thing. You can't. I mean, the Titanic already said all that shit. <laughs> but the, but they, I think one of their big things they said was, like, God couldn't sink this boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God himself. Yeah, one of the people that died on the Titanic was the person who pitched having extra uh, lifeboats. Uh, and then the people said, no, it makes the boat look ugly. 
And he, he, he died on the boat. Just mad as fuck. Like I told him. Furious. As he's shivering into the ice water. <laughs> so? Dying pissed at something that was avoidable has to suck. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's slow, it's not sudden. <laughs> Where just, did the unzipping come from? <laughs> TSA had to get in This there. exact oh, wait, no, scene could happen today. It's just everyone would have their phones out. There <laughs> is a video of two people fighting, two girls fighting in baggage claim like this. Showed up on World Star sometime last week. I was flying out of Kentucky last year, mm-hmm. and I saw the girl ahead of me in line at TSA threw her coffee in uh, the ticket lady's face because nice. she missed her flight. And the lady was kind of being shitty with her. Yeah. And I don't know if the chick was hammered or whatever. But she just took her full coffee and pegged the lady in the face with it. And now she's on a no-fly list. Yeah. I was afraid to be near it. Yeah. I like that they're doing everything that we all want to do when we <laughs> see these things. Yep. <laughs> that they're telling us is absolutely dangerous. But it's like, yeah, I got to do it. And they're just standing there. Just suitcase. That's not Is that my yours? suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> who who brought a black guy? <laughs> we gotta check those now. We could check black guys. <laughs> uh, we have run a please. Uh, if your black man does not fit in the overhead department, <laughs> we're gonna need you to check him. <laughs> We've got a full flight. They haven't showed his son that I know of since that first scene of them showing him. No, I think they had to put that scene in once they got to this part of writing the movie. And then they take his son. What son? Oh, I didn't tell you I had I didn't tell you I had a son. (laughs) No, I said, what son? I didn't hear you. (laughs) Well, he has a son. Yeah, Rufus, I love my son. Bird shit on the back of his jacket. Yeah, that's bothering me. <laughs> yes. Yes, D'Angelo. I'm Reverend Rufus Fairchild, acting as intermediate on the matter. What's he after? State your terms, D'Angelo. What are the terms, D'Angelo? What's your life? Damn. The you ultimate price. How do we know Jason is all right? Wait, wait, let me put him on hold. We want to see Jason first. You want to see him? All right, let me FaceTime him. Okay. <laughs> An hour. Did you guys grow up with like any pad or pen next to the phone like Hello. that to dictate messages? No. We had a phone book. Yeah. That you could write numbers in. Right. But then, yeah, usually we had a pe- my dad would have a piece of paper and a pen. I think you still should. Like I, I, I like like I have a pad that I have out of like my kitchen island. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, sometimes if I'm if I'm on an important call, I do take notes. Like I just yeah. jot shit down. What people are saying. I never have important phone calls. I don't got shit to jot down. <laughs> no, I just so have a million you notes. Found God. <laughs> I have a million don't. notes on my phone that are like half ideas for jokes. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Notepad app. Yeah, yeah. I know, my notepad app is probably enough to get me canceled because it's like all the beginning concepts of jokes, which, yeah. you know, jokes just come from the most awful place. Yeah, just psychotic. Yeah, I wrote one the other day. Sometimes it'll just be like a name that I find funny. Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? The, literally, one is just says black dicks. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Dick so black that after they fucked him, the girl's pussy looked like he had been eating licorice jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I would say. Right, especially, right, especially right. Especially high as hell. That's a high-ass yeah. thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's one. It's just the name. Steve Harvey Oswald. <laughs> there's a sketch in there somewhere. Yeah. Something's funny to me. <laughs> I'm going to kill the president. Survey says... <laughs> You did not just tell me that I shot the president. <laughs> now that's one sinner that won't sin no more. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> yeah, I got you. It's been a long time. Welcome back, brother. Well, I couldn't very well let him kill you. I wonder if this is where they got uh, the Cheech turns into a priest in uh, Machete. I still got to oh. save your soul. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm watching this movie, and I think I understand the Freddie Gibbs character now. Like, uh, okay. Freddie like Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs, the the musician. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's imitating. Tommy he saw Gibbs. this and okay. Yeah. Every time they say his name, I've been thinking about it, but I didn't think that that's what he would. But I, yeah, people get that. It's a lot of. I mean, like you remember Biggie used to call himself Frank White. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. And then you see the King of New York, and you go like, oh, ah, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. So, the official story with the soundtrack. Uh, right, director, producer Larry Cohen loved the Black Caesar soundtrack and film scores by James Brown. Cohen asked him to score the follow-up, Hell Up in Harlem. Brown finished the soundtrack, but American International Pictures said no. James Brown did the score of an AIP movie called The Slaughter's Big Ripoff. They hated that so much they decided never to work with him again. He took the tracks of the planned soundtrack album and released it as a solo album simply titled The Payback. Uh, the Payback by James Brown was his highest-selling album and works still as a score to this. You should have stayed retired. You got your Instead, kid you, you never see. You the business and bring your whole family with you. Now toss those guns away or I'll... Oh, no. This boy, I <laughs> That's a bad <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> it's the background on Kumia's phone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shout out here. Hope those coats, better, buddy. Those coats were great as far as, like, low-key wealth. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, I'm very bespoke, plain coat, but I'm rich. Dude, oh, no. That kid had a heavy foot, didn't he? <laughs> dump, bump, bump, bump. He's dumping in the like forest. Beers, they All killed right, the Tommy. pastor right after he gave up God. Yeah. What a, what a bad time. Fair trade. He's in hell now. How did he not shoot him? It, it was empty. Uh, but didn't he just shoot one yeah. in the sky? Yeah, oh, he just yeah. had not one in the... Yeah. Misfired or whatever he did. That's one of the things you feel like the luckiest man. Like I can't be stopped. The gun broke. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, he's gonna hang it with a necktie. Let's go. <laughs> this is the shit that my mom would see. Yeah, see, cause clothes were better quality back then. <laughs> it's not like the cheap shit that you guys wear now. You, you could never hang somebody with a tie now. <laughs> I remember uh, getting into a fight with my mom over the concept of like how that they, they used to have like bomb drills when they were in school mm -hmm. where they would have to like get under their desk and stuff like that and yeah. they would practice this. 
I remember explaining to her like the almost like the Fight Club concept. Like, no, it's just to keep you in position and just calm while you die. Yeah. And my mom, she was like, no, it was to protect us in case of a nuclear explosion. And I'm like, ma, your desk. Right. <laughs> like it's a nuclear explosion eviscerates everything. And again, she's like. No, our desks were made of quality wood, not this cheap plywood <laughs> shit you kids grew up with. And I'm like, holy shit. That's that same thing with the shit that's on airplanes, right? They're not supposed to, they're not doing anything. They just say so you die peacefully to face the little mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not running around the fucking plane. They should just let those out every now and again. Just like, we got a long flight. Like, yeah, let them out at the while. beginning. Yeah. Once in a while, I think they do deploy yeah. just to let you. No, by accident. Oh, uh, no, that would make I think if there's a pressure change in the cabin. And they'll just fucking go. Or if it hits a really big, like, speed, like tur- uh, turbulence pump. That would scare me, actually. Sometimes they'll drop. I just meant it as, like, a, everybody, let's get, we got a long flight. That's yeah. all. Get a little high. Relax. We're just gonna turn yeah. on the gas. Yeah, we're gonna bring around your sparkling water. Guys, I have some <laughs> some laffy gas. <laughs> Don't even put them on. Just let it let it fill the air. <laughs> and then he gets his son, and then they walk off together in the woods. And then, uh, you know, he reflects and realizes we're leaving. Just the two of us. We're gonna start over. Son's not even in the scene. This is this is how every black man feels about our children. It's just the women are in the way. I love <laughs> the woods. They just shot him in front of a black background. Vanished that night. With two, they just put leaves on a stick next to him in front of a yeah. black background. Like, that was that's it. Matter of fact, too, if you ever listen to Freddie Gibbs music, yeah. this is the type of shit he samples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow, so funny that, that Gibbs was trying to be. I'm communist. sorry, that is was up for a long time. What yeah, is the reading level of people <laughs> watching this movie? Hey, hold on, what happened? <laughs> what the hell happened to the boy? <laughs> God damn it! Now we gotta see it again. Uh, <laughs> Going on. back to the movie again to see the last four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta finish that sentence. He and his son went, motherfucker! <laughs> I gotta go a third time now. <laughs> Can't, we can't force this movie three times. <laughs> Shit. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Zach Amigo's Midnight Spook Show. I want to thank uh, Nate Marshall and Dave Temple for hanging out with me today. And uh, hey, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, yeah. guys. And we'll catch you next week here on Zach Amigo's Midnight Spook Show. Mm-hmm.